0: Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that. Pikachu? Oh, sorry, hold on. Welcome back to. Pika, Pika. Hold on, sorry. Sorry, sit down, friend there. Hold on, one sec. Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. On a very special episode, we're reacting to Detective Pikachu. Buckle up, Normies!
1: Pika Pika.
0: So, you're a talking Pikachu with no memories? You can talk to humans, I can talk to Pokemon. We're gonna do this,
1: you and me. Stop talking! You're hallucination. Throw down the stapler, or I will
0: electrocute you! In my head, I saw that differently. Welcome back, Normies. Like we said up top on this very special episode, we're going to be reacting to Detective Pikachu, the movie Taken, The World by Storm. Of course, we're your hosts. I'm Colin. Hey, and I'm Mike. And we are not joined by Normie uh, Joe. But, you know, Mike, uh, interestingly, there is a Mankey here that I don't know what he sounds like to you. To me, he sounds like
1: Joe. Uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, Mankey. Hey, welcome in.
0: <laughs> mankey, Mankey. <laughs> oh, uh, shit.
1: Is it Ryan Reynolds or Joe? Now I'm not even sure.
0: <laughs> uh, he's here in spirit, though. Uh, as Absolutely. As he did not catch the film. And we are doing a reaction episode. And, Mike, what I like about these reaction episodes, this is our second post-Endgame as well, is that uh, they're kind of sequel episodes, right? We cover the topics in our special episodes. We've hit Pokemon before, readers of this podcast go back and check that out uh with special guest x kaida but this time we talked on that podcast saying like when's detective pikachu gonna come out what's our reaction gonna be to it is it gonna take the world by storm uh you know so i I like doing these because it's it it is it's a sequel
1: you know yeah and if you you know want to hear more of our takes on pokemon and stuff you can go back and listen to that episode and yeah it's a big deal it's the first live action pokemon movie and uh, when I saw it, at least it showed the Sonic trailer before it, which shows a tale of two cities. Almost. Oh, my God. And yeah. I did
0: go back. I did go back, Mike, because I was curious knowing that it was just going to be us on this pod. I was like, what was Mike's like history with Pokemon again? So I went back and, you know, I was curious to see that, of course, you like me grew up exactly the same, like mm-hmm. a Pokemon obsessed child. Uh, and that really x was kind of our only negative opinion on that podcast about like the anime and sort of where that went with that whole trend.
1: Yeah, he didn't really engage with, like, the anime side, but at the yeah. same time, he's, like, one of the most serious competitive players I know. Like, yeah. he will do the EVs and the IVs, and what I learned about, about competitive play came from him, so if you're kind of interested in that, you can check out that episode as well. Um, but I was another- just curious
0: to see that, like, you know, you, we've said on other podcasts before, Mike, you don't have a Switch. Like, your future with... <laughs> pokemon is sort of murky i'm just curious like coming to it now as an adult who went to see a pokemon sponsored movie like the big next event like like how do you feel like how is your pokemon reaction how is your pokemon life right now dude
1: well you know i'm pretty excited about like the future pokemon like the switch has the new game coming out and like weirdly you know niche to normie the niche is like this is actually based on a game called detective pikachu which i didn't even realize i don't know if you knew that
0: no i did not and i'll ask you like flat out right now have you played that game
1: not at all but no, i did not watch all. some gameplay and yeah the plot seems fairly similar yeah. you're working with a talking pikachu your name is will goodman yeah uh, or tim goodman anyway it's um,
0: a 3DS exclusive. I mean, that's why it, like, passed me. I had a 3DS, but I also, like, was not interested in, like, the talking Pikachu non-combat game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like Shenmue
1: X Pokemon or something, you know? <laughs> you're just running around <laughs> solving mysteries.
0: but uh, my- To me, it's like Pikachu is missing. The Mario is missing. Like, we talked about in our Mario episode where oh, you're yeah. we like, "Whoa, why am I at the library going through files? Like, is this what Mario does? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, apparently now it's also what Pikachu does. So, um, I have been thinking like, man, yeah, it's been a while since I've uh, busted out the old 3D 3DS with, uh, you know, I, I have a Cubone is my favorite Pokemon. You know, you saw him in the trailer. He's in this movie, which I love. We'll talk about that more later. But it's like, yeah, like forgetting what it's like to be in love with Pokemon, that child brain. And this movie kind of reminded me of that a little bit in a weird way. But almost more tangentially than directly because it is, at its heart, a mystery. But I I enjoyed it overall. And how about you? Where's your Pokemon? You got the Switch. I need to get one still. I
0: got the Switch. And that's why I wanted to ask you your Pokemon journey to start out because I'm going to come at it from an angle of like, I listened to our old Pokemon episode and I was like, I love Pokemon. I'm so excited about Pokemon. I'm one of those guys who's like, Pokemon World's going to come out. I'm going to go there. Mike, I don't know if you remember this, I predicted on one of our Hitter Shit episodes that Detective Pikachu would make more than Endgame.
1: You did, and I remember that.
0: I I think you're a little off. Yeah, you should probably hold me to that right now, and I do wish that Joe was here because he would love to make me eat shit. Especially (laughs) Um, with how well Endgame's doing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, breaking all the records of the world. Uh, And the day that we're recording this, we should say the weekend of its release, uh, Detective Pikachu... Uh, It did win the international gross against Avengers Endgame. However, Avengers Endgame is winning the domestic total gross. So it did beat it. Although Detective Pikachu also did win the Friday.
1: Really? So Mm -hmm. people in the States are watching Endgame still. It's like what? It's third week or so? This is its third week. Yeah. Conquering that poll. But overseas, people have seen it, done it, and they're ready for Pikachu, which Pokemon's a global phenomenon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: absolutely. But going back to mine, it's like, so all that stuff, I was like, oh my god, Pikachu's going to be great. I was so excited to see this movie. I don't know, like even if you recall, even further back during that hitter shit or that just foresight episode that we did, we talked about the preview for the upcoming Pokemon Switch, where I kind of said to you, Mike... It's maybe the first time where I thought that Pokemon looked like it was for babies.
1: And yeah, that's what Joe wanted, Pokemon for babies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what we've called uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, of course, Let's go before Eevee, in the yeah. past. But this one, I mean, this one, I thought, wow, I don't know. That really just doesn't look like it's for me. So I'm already losing my fever. Mike, headline, I did not like the movie Detective Pikachu.
1: Man, I was really hoping I would have a hot take with that. I'm yeah. kind of on your side. and Oh and my God, really? I am. There's things that I like, but certainly I, I, I was left wondering, yeah, who was it for? And then I'm kind of examining my stance. Mm. Was it for me, the older Pokemon fan, or is it for newer fans? And I think if I look at it through two different lenses, I kind of... See it differently, right? But for I me, that's I, interesting. I didn't like it because of where I'm approaching it from, and we can explore that more. But you're I didn't saying who's it, it for? I'm talking about wasted potential. Ah,
0: Mike, I was so ready to even just, you know, uh, normies. We apologize. Look, we wanted to do the reaction live. So we said, you know, we're not going to reach out and tell each other how we feel or whatever. We'll do it on the yeah,
1: pod. Yeah, we haven't talked yet. But
0: I just thought for sure you would love it, or at least I would be able to say to you, no, you know, I'm going to be very gentle about this because i still want to come at it from an angle of positivity but boy fuck we did not like it man
1: but i think it should be stated guys before we get into the review right i didn't like it as a whole perhaps but i think there are good things about it and like if you're a pokemon fan you should probably see it would you think that's a fair assessment colin oh definitely absolutely it might not be everything you're expecting but definitely i think it should be seen so maybe when we do jump into it we'll start with the pros because there are certainly things that I did like. Before then, we jump
0: into spoilers, can yeah. I can I even set up my world a little? I got a little sneak peek. We got to see... Uh, that's right. I got right. tickets to go to... You know, we live in Hollywood. Like, you got to take these opportunities when you can.
1: That's the kind uh, of benefits, you know, being a member of Normies like us can afford you fans. Oh, yeah. That. That's right, baby. <laughs> Exclusive press passes. But you went with Friend of the Show x as I well. I went
0: with Friend of the Show x from our Pokemon episode. I said, like, obviously, you're the biggest fan. You got to come yeah. with me or whatever. We got tickets from a blogging website, Collider. They were doing a sneak peek before it came out at the Dome downtown in Hollywood, director interview afterwards. Did not stay for that. We do apologize. Really? <laughs> yeah, okay. it was a bummer. It was a Tuesday night. Like, you know, we do apologize. Even X was saying, like, yo, yeah, let's roll out of this. But I'll, I'll just say, spoiler free reaction from X he liked it. And I got to say, yeah. walking out of it, I was very positive about it too. It's just thinking about it later that I just thought about the lack of potential, man
1: yeah the more I digested it, and I do have some key points, we'll probably be really eye to eye, but um one thing too for listeners, if you've never been to like a director's q and a, sometimes they're cool, but very frequently it's like, uh <laughs> why did you Decide to put a hat on Pikachu, and it's like, oh, yeah, but all yeah. ask questions.
0: Let me tell you, uh, the girl next to us who was in a full Pikachu onesie... A Kigurumi. Uh, <laughs> he was asking her brother, saying, like, I'm going to ask the director what their favorite Pokemon is. So, yeah, you know, the caliber isn't that great. And the director, the- you know, it's like, it's interesting. Rob Letterman, he he's known for Jack Black special effects comedies so yes, he did right. Goosebumps he did Gulliver's Travels like have you seen those movies Mike
1: I've seen the trailers and they look good but I just <laughs> I just watched Jablinski games on YouTube now
0: <laughs> oh you do love that you do love Jack yeah, Black yeah. I love
1: Jack Black though I've yeah. ever since Cable Guy I was like I like this guy
0: oh dude shut up please come on
1: yeah we'll do that episode if you ask us
0: <laughs> oh yeah easily easily man um, but no, you, you don't have a niece, a nephew, little brother, little sister, child that you were taking to goosebumps. Necessarily. No, no. No. So yeah. So this caliber, And you know, the interesting thing, you made the Sonic joke, uh, the director and cinematographer came out beforehand saying that you can tell the difference between this movie and Sonic because they shot on film Mike. Uh, Oh, You know, that gritty frame. Oh, yeah, baby. You know, it's Detective
1: Pikachu. This is Chinatown, Mike. (laughs) That's true. At least without spoilers, we could say it's essentially Who Framed Roger Rabbit in Chinatown with Pokemon. You say that, I would say it's Zootopia. Wow. Uh, Did you see that? Did you see Zootopia? Absolutely. I love Zootopia. Zootopia. Uh,
0: It's Zootopia meets... I mean, just straight up 48 hours, you know? I, okay. I don't know. Yeah, you know, Eddie Murphy's old movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: I think Roger Rabbit's in there, which also, yeah. shout out to Oh, the I Bob love that. Hoskins. No, no, that's perfect. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Mario what? himself. Joe's favorite, you know, hey, what'd movie movie.
0: Hey, what are you saying about my favorite movie? Well, hold on. What is that Manky saying? Get down, well, dude.
1: <laughs> Manky, we only got two microphones, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I really was like Prime Ape giving Ash a hard time. Yeah. Um. What uh, what Pokemon,
0: we're being vague, it's not spoilers yet, but if you yeah. turned into one, Mike, what, what Pokemon do you think you would turn if into? If I could
1: be any Pokemon. Yes. Oh, jeez. Probably Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> I like big naps. Did you see him in the movie? I did see him, and in the, in the, they're directing traffic. It was and in the trailer. And he's, he's
0: blocking the road. I mean, come on, Mike. That There's is some a nice, homage to the game.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. What well, do you think we should jump into it? Get into Let's our jump review up. pros, cons. All right. Well, here we go, guys. There's a mystery afoot, and we're going to solve it. It's Colin and Mike, Detective Pikachu.
0: Pika! We're back, and like we said, normies, uh, put your detective hats on, because if you have not seen Detective Pikachu, turn this episode off right now, because we're going to dive right into our reactions and what we thought. Uh, and like we said up top, we did not have some good thoughts, but like we were just talking about, some things that I did like... I like the homages to the series as a whole. I loved when the trainer up top said, Cubone, you're wearing the skull of your deceased relative. Or like we said, Snorlax blocking traffic, Pikachu singing the theme song. You know I was nudging X-Kaida, who famously said he hates that theme song.
1: And they use it for the news sting, too. They're doing that.
0: I did not notice that. the,
1: The instrumental was the news channel sting. So you get that a couple times, actually yeah and I and those references and those throwbacks, like the density of the world is what I loved, seeing yes. the baby panchams falling up you know on their dad and, like, hanging out like every frame of this, just look at the background like it 's lousy with pokemon there 's so many like that 's what 's fun is just seeing the world that they built,
0: oh yeah, and you just said pancham, like I would not accuse the film of being generation generationalist, you know what I mean like no. it 's not just sticking to number one, number two like the posters in his room are for like the god of pokemon in the background yeah. that they release in like pearl and stuff you're like oh okay interesting
1: this runs yeah there's definitely not pandering just to the gen one and gen two truth no you know?
0: no, no no all 800 pokemon exist
1: yeah it certainly leans that way but it's not in any way you know f- favoring them there's definitely enough in there um like lulicolo is working at the coffee shop you saw that in the trailer Ugh. that thing's great
0: but, uh, that thing's disgusting, Mike. How dare you?
1: <laughs> I think I just like, you know, he's so festive. It's um, the Silence of the Lambs Pokemon to me. <laughs> that's really cool for you. <laughs> I got to see my Jigglypuff, you know, Smash. Yes, I'm 100%. Jigglypuff I
0: was thinking about you, dude, with that, uh, that guy falling asleep in the cafe.
1: Yeah, my favorite though, my favorite Pokemon has always been Cubo. And so it was cool to see him. And I want to talk oh. more about how he factors in when we get into the story mode. What else, like, what was your biggest pro? What worked for you the most?
0: I said going in to X Kaida, yo here's a Pokemon I don't think we'll see, Blastoise. He said, what are you talking about? They're going to do my boy Blastoise good. I said, no, 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 dude. The trailers have shown us all the starters. They've shown us Pikachu. Mm -hmm. They've shown us some of the evolutions. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, Ivysaur, super easy. You know, Venusaur, super easy. It's just a frog with like a potted plant on its back, right?
1: Avatar did that probably. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Already. Uh, And... If you've seen the film, obviously Charizard a huge part of it. So Blastoise, yeah. I was just thinking it's too weird looking, too much mechanical with the cannons put into the organic of the turtle that they won't do it. Yo, dog, my boy Blastoise showed up. Yeah. Like like what do you think of that? I was fucking blown
1: away, man. Is it, fighting a Gengar? Yeah. I think, yeah. I what enjoyed did you them. think that Gengar looked like? I hated that Gengar. Same thing with Sonic. Why does his teeth look human? <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, dude. <laughs> that smile. That? <laughs> the way his face was moving around, I was like, ooh, I'm not positive we've got this animation down. He didn't
1: feel like... uh cloudy enough is that you know like he should have felt more like uh like an apparition you know and his teeth were a little weird which is a bummer because i do like gengar a lot too
0: oh i love him i would say he's one of the staple pokemon so i was super excited in the parade later to see him inflated as a balloon with jigglypuff where i was like yes that's what those pokemon are supposed to look like
1: yeah jigglypuff at least was annoyed that no one was listening to her song and the guy Uh. is passed out But he had just drank coffee, too. So it's Uh, like he's at a cafe wired on caffeine and Jigglypuff still puts him to sleep. Couldn't do it.
0: So, Mike, here's an interesting fact, okay? Mm -hmm. Of the 800 Pokemon that exist, the director, Rob Letterman... Said he only had the budget for the digital effects team to create 90 Pokemon. 90. So in the film, you're seeing 90 different species upped graphically to a 200 body count. So I'm sure that's those times where you're seeing it like all at Jurassic Park where there's just like a bunch of Tauros like running by and shit. Oh, where I you're love like, that. oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like that opening stuff?
1: shot of the film? Yeah. yeah. But then the but city. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, just your general thoughts on consensus on those effects. Would you say those 90
1: Pokemon that they pulled off worked? Yeah, I I would say the world worked. The the look of it, the way it's shot, like I didn't know it was on film. The way it's shot works, the use of color, and then the way they integrate the CG characters. They look great. And I really enjoy showing how there's, oh, there's no Pokeballs here. We work and live Uh, side by side. yeah. Uh, it creates questions for the larger universe like well what about the whole tournament scene that everything else is built upon this one city doesn't do that. But I love seeing like, yeah, I'm a champs directing traffic around a Snorlax and like the Squirtles on TV putting out a fire like the Squirtle Squad did in, in the animated show. Oh man, put those little sunglasses on. Just give them the sunglasses right Those now. are all oh, I wanted the whole time. I was looking everywhere. But you get your Squirtle Squad homage because they did have Squirtle firefighters on the newscast and stuff like that. And like um, the way the Pokemon were integrated into society was very cool to me.
0: Oh, I felt like I could live in that world. Like, I felt like I wanted to live in that world. That is the success of the film, right?
1: Yeah, and where it's different than, like, Roger Rabbit or Mario Brothers, so to speak, is they traveled to a new world. This is just happening, and everyone knows it. No one's getting fish out of water. It's just, this is the world of Pokemon, and it's it's awesome to see. Just see that actualized, you know? Pokemon riding on your shoulder and, like... Uh live action human beings next to live action and it made a lot of the pokemon much scarier like i would not hang out with oh a charizard my god
0: <laughs> no dude i said that for sure i would not touch a charizard but what you just said i love and i want to focus on a Pokemon riding on your shoulder. We saw the realistic stakes of that in the film where he's literally saying, like, Will
1: Justice, the uh, lead actor, like, yeah. well,
0: hold on, like, you're you're heavy. Like, you know, you have to contend with, like, the weight of a Pokemon doing that. We've watched that yeah. in the anime our whole lives.
1: Hop it on his head. And then yeah. even, you know, there's a... Ryan Reynolds, chew has a line. He's like, you should look into a shoulder, shoulder saddle. Someone probably <laughs> makes one. You know, like, just a little throwaway line. Like, get on Amazon. Yeah. I bet someone made one. Yeah.
0: yeah. As a child, you're not ever thinking, like, yeah, you would get tired tired if it does that. No, you're just like, I just want a little buddy. I just
1: want an adventure. Yeah, and then just logistics of them existing, like the lizards just sticking on the window, hanging yeah. out. At the oh, hotel. I love that. Little Trico,
0: my favorite, man. Come yeah, on, I trico. just want to peel him off. Yeah. Uh, so the let's place the we're talking about, let's do the plot, but just real yeah. quick, let's hit the place real quick, Rhyme City. Yeah. So just to set it up, like you said before, kind of follows the plot of the video game. I mean, it is Tim Goodman, Going to Rhyme City, and like you said, it's special in the Pokemon world because it's the only place where Pokemon exist
1: off-leash, quote-unquote. Yeah. Right? They don't have to... Yeah, no leash required. No Pokeball. Right. They're just hanging out. Yeah. Um.
0: Again, not really an aspect that would draw me to that game, and especially for this movie, what I'll say just flat out up front, what I did not like about it is it's like... You're setting the first Pokemon movie in a city where it's like, well, there are no pokeballs, all oh, that big thing that it's like really incorporated in Pokemon, yeah, n- no
1: gyms, <laughs> yeah, there's no gyms, there's no Pokemon battles, in
0: fact, they're illegal,
1: and it's like, yeah. oh, okay." <laughs> And my favorite part of the movie was the illegal underground Pokemon battling.
0: I, 100%. I said to x afterwards, I said, what were your two favorite moments of the film? And he said, well, I'll be honest with you, the fight at the end and the Pokemon fight in the middle at the underground. And I was like, yeah, the two Pokemon battles in Pokemon?
1: Yeah. So, spoiler people. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it is a detective story. and There's not a lot of Pokemon no. battling. In fact, I have a note here. Yeah. It seems to me that only three or four attacks ever landed on anything. and never Oh, for w- sure. And only one time did a Pokemon harm a human.
0: Well, and one of those attacks was amnesia, which, yeah, I guess can just, like, destroy right. your life. <laughs> like, if a Pokemon ever decided to do that to you. I yeah. don't
1: know. So even though uh, they're having these battles, right? And yeah. this gets back to who was it for, right? Like, they're showing a Gengar and a Blastoise, but they keep cutting away to crowd reactions. You don't <sighs> see impacts you see charizard hit pikachu yes and you see cubone throw his bone at at tim and you see the psyduck explosion and then machamp i think punches tim like there's four times but the rest of it it's all kind of like
0: you uh mike the literally the moments you're naming my other famous moments that we know in the pokemon world where a guy went out and tried to catch a pokemon at the beginning of the film it's like well yeah that's what i want
1: So, I guess I'll do a quick breakdown of the story, yes, right? Please. Let's, so, that way we can just jump around. Uh, so, Tim Goodman, right? He gets a letter uh, that his dad had been tragically killed. His dad was a big uh, no, science No, no, guy, no, 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 my right? friend. I'm going to stop you real quick. The opening of the film
0: is Mewtwo in a Dragon Ball Z-esque capsule uh, uh,
1: container just where like, he's
0: just using psychic energy.
1: Yeah, and that's how, you know, Pokemon the movie opened up. Yeah.
0: Which is badass and awesome, and he sets up the whole mystery. You know, we don't see who he's attacking, but he, boom, explodes a car off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Boom, back to the normal story. But as a Pokemon fan, you're you're blown away as the first thing that you see in this movie is Mewtwo, right?
1: Yeah, that's true, and it really did bring back those feelings of watching the first animated movie in theaters. And, like, even when I walked in, they gave me, you know, a promo pack of Pokemon cards. Did you guys get Whoa, cards? Whoa, No! It seems because you went early, maybe, but yeah, the theater we went to over here, they gave us like these promotional you know, trading cards for, for the you know, Pokemon trading card game, which they have in the movie as well.
0: All right, before we go in further, tell me every card you got. Tell me the holographic Charizard you got right now, because oh, I will man. trade you any card in my
1: deck. <laughs> I wish I got a rare one, but I got the Detective Pikachu card that everybody oh, cool. gets, okay. and then I got a Magikarp. Whoa. So Magikarp would be useful at level 20, but cards cannot evolve. Oh, my God. But everybody got a little Detective Pikachu card. I'll send you a photo of it. That's adorable, dude. That reminded me of getting the Mystic Mew card. The Ancient Mew, I mean.
0: Oh, Uh, you mean the shirt our buddy X kind of wore to the premiere? Fucking
1: dope as hell. I saw it that day as well. Yeah, he had the shirt printed on that. Um, All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Rock us out on this plot. No. Yeah, you're right, though. It opens with with Mewtwo in the lab and he breaks out of the lab, a car explodes. We don't know what's going on, but then Tim gets the word of, you know, his dad, who's a big science guy has gone missing or presumably dead. He goes to the big city. This is rhyme city to unravel the mystery wherein he meets detective Pikachu, Ryan Reynolds. They discover that there's a conspiracy involving the R substance that causes Pokemon to go on a rampage. And after which sends them down a twisty twisty trail, um, connecting up to the very top of the Rhyme City government and everything like that. That's right.
0: And the twist that we find out at the end is that Pikachu was on the mission from Mewtwo the entire time, who was telling him to help track down the R. Mike, what you literally just described is, again, the plot of the video game. It involves R, the substance. It involves it being created from Mewtwo. Mewtwo putting uh, Pikachu on the journey. What it does not involve is the merging of souls, which is the primary thing I want to talk about. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so the third act, and then we'll just jump around. I guess it leads into the main guy, uh, I, I, Bill Nye. I don't know his character's name. But the uh,
0: bad guy Pokemon, were you surprised at all? I mean, it's not exactly like a sophisticated plot of characters, you know which, what I
1: mean? Yeah, which then got me to who is this made for and why. So yeah. he essentially, he's in a, he has a degenerative disease, right? So he's motivated to find a cure. And doing so, he experiments on the mu cells, creating Mewtwo and then experimenting with Mewtwo to figure out how can I, you know, cure this disease that I have. And he decides the most reasonable way to do this is I'll transfer my brain into Mewtwo, (laughs) who has the power to fuse human souls with Pokemon. And not only will I be living in Mewtwo, but then I will combine everybody with Pokemon, their souls into their Pokemon's bodies, and then we'll just chill like that. Like, isn't it enough to just be in Mewtwo and yourself? Why do you have to turn all of society (laughs) into Pokemon? I mean, that's what I would do, though. Just so everybody's like me. Yeah, I would try to merge souls with
0: people. Boy, I don't know. The minute I heard the word soul thrown out, I was like, whoa, hold on, hold on, slow down here. (laughs) Yeah, and it was just, the the ending is so weird because... Yes, it was not what I was expecting. And Not to correct you real quick, but I do believe Bill Nighy does say that they did find him uh, that Mewtwo escaped from the Kanto region. So he did not create Mewtwo. They're just oh, that's also
1: right. working on him like a Pokemon movie 2000. And they were enhancing like po- yeah. other Pokemon like the Greninja and the Torterra that we see. Yes. They were being experimented. So maybe he brought out this latent ability of soul swapping but even that I think is giving the writers too much credit. Not maybe too much but it seems a little weird. Um Just the way he went about executing it. It's a little Batman, Tim Burton, you know, with the floats filled with a deadly gas. Oh,
0: for sure, dude. That's another great rec for it.
1: Which, you know, so it's a reference. It, like, feels like it's referencing a lot of stuff, you know. know, The the cartoon character with a real human is Roger Rabbit, you know, the mystery side. 100%. I don't know. It's definitely reminiscent of a lot of things, but at its core, what the story is, yeah, there's some weird, you know, serenity now. Uh, There's... (laughs) Some things don't make a lot of sense, and it's a little too easy sometimes. Like, once everybody's transformed... Uh, yes. And then, like, Mewtwo, can you fix this? And he's like, sure can. Of course. With the power of humanity. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. And with Mewtwo, right, you think he's the big bad. Yeah. And then um, Pikachu gets injured when they're escaping the lab facility. They find out the truth, so to speak, that, you know, oh, they were experimenting on Mewtwo, and then he escaped, and then that's, you know um who killed his dad or what you know you see the car getting wrecked and then you find out Mewtwo was actually a good guy and at that point you know he has all powers to do anything to fix the plot yeah but that feels like it came quick like Mewtwo was oh, a big very bad fast. but then as soon as you meet him now he's a good guy like th- that felt like it could have been dragged out more like Mewtwo feeling like a threat because he was being hunted down. For in- example, you know,
0: no, Mike, I appreciate all this because you are pointing out like legitimate critiques of films. What I hate when people say they don't like movies is, and what you hear a lot in film criticism these days is like, the tone was bad. I d- it had third act problems. Yeah. And those are just sort of like general things you hear like other film writers write that like people then just watch movies that say like the tone was bad. And when you say like, well, what do you mean the tone was bad? So I
1: like that you are right. pointing out it's
0: like those are very true and very legitimate things that they could have fixed this movie with,
1: ma'am. And I feel like Mewtwo, you know that like, you know, we knew because we watched the Pokemon the movie is you know, he eventually softens his stance on humanity. He thinks all yeah. humans are evil and then he sees Ash's bond with Pikachu and then that causes him to be like, maybe all humans don't need to die and I've been too hard on him, right? Of course. I think like... That's, like, here, but, like, if you didn't know that previous story, what's in the text of the film itself doesn't really explain that Mewtwo had this, like, character arc.
0: Oh, Dog, if you recall, once again, my wild prediction, I said this would make Pokemon characters a household name. The things that I hate about it is opening so jarringly with Mewtwo. My dad has no fucking clue who Mewtwo is and exactly what you're saying. That shared history, all of that stuff. No, none of that is earned in this film. No. And walking out of it, I wouldn't want him to be able to say, like, yeah, I guess, like, So, Mewtwo's the big bad of the Pokemon Detective Pikachu world? Because we should also point out in Wikipedia, and I'm going to be very pedantic about this. Oh, yeah. that The the film is called Pokemon Detective Pikachu. The game is Detective Pikachu.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just Detective Pikachu, (laughs) right? Well, they have to remind you that it is indeed Pokemon. Pokemon! Who Pikachu was. Yeah.
0: What do you think of Toho being involved? Godzilla's company. I was blown away by that.
1: And that's where the big Torteros came from. Yes, <laughs> the yeah. Totally. A
0: weird a weird plot point that does not pay off in the film whatsoever, that th- would set up a weird anomaly in this film where there are Pokemon larger than continents.
1: <laughs> yeah, and was that is the mountain range also the lab? they like I run out sure. the back door oh <laughs> who knows that's weird but here's my biggest thing with the plot right let's start with the main arc right it's Hit essentially me, yeah. tim uh he kind of ignores his father his mother's dead right he's just doing the insurance thing and then he gets pulled into this world you know through detective it's a PQ. train right away
0: mike this Tra- whole
1: dangerous world it's just a train right away train right away so he's resistant to that he and And the beginning of the film, they say, oh, you want to be a Pokemon trainer when you were younger, but you gave it up. And his buddy takes him out to catch him a Pokemon. He's like, oh, you're lonely. You know, you need a little buddy by your side. And what I thought was really great about this is his buddy is trying to get him to catch a Cubone who famously lost its mother. And then his friend knows that he's grieving because his mother is dead, too. Like, it's a perfect reason why Cubone would be his perfect partner. They both lost their mother and haven't addressed it right and it's like oh his friend like knew that lore about cubone and then like got his friend to go on this mission thinking it would help him like i think that's really strong
0: oh my god the pokemon world is ripe for metaphor and i see what you're saying where it's like yeah that's a moment where the film's using its strength
1: and I wonder if that was even intentional, because it's like, no mother, no mother, but where it really lost me. Basically, here's how you fix the entire movie, right? Please tell me right now. So once everyone gets their souls put back to their rightful bodies, we discover that Detective Pikachu is Tim's father, Ryan Reynolds. Oh
0: my God. It's Hold on. It's not Ryan Reynolds. It's Zaddy Reynolds. Did you Zaddy, see that gray hair, Mike? Oh
1: man, yeah. I saw <laughs> the gray hair in the... Uh, <laughs> The, the half-zip sweater like Looking like, like that. a fucking snack, my friend. A snack. Friend. A dad snack pack. Attack. <laughs> um, but so he comes out, right? All we're missing is one single 30-second scene where the reporter girl, welcome to the Pokemon Championships, blah, 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 blah. blah. Your champion is defending against Tim whatever and oh, his Pikachu.
0: Dude, what a setup that would and be. And who's I sitting in the saying. stands?
1: His best yeah. friend, the Cubone, his grandmother and zaddy reynolds cheering him on because he <laughs> the finally few bones also there that's great you know and he finally stopped doing the insurance thing and followed his dream of being a pokemon trainer with the pikachu that his was his dad's right
0: i do love that fix i do think that works
1: and it what it says is hey if you're a 30 year old adult who's doing insurance and used to like pokemon you can still train Pokemon and yeah, buy our new game. You can still follow your dream. The biggest missed opportunity was not re-engaging old fans to become trainers again. Will or Tim, I keep saying Will, but Tim had given up on being a trainer. So the end of his arc should have been being a trainer again. Ah,
0: that's so interesting. You're looking at it so much from the missed potential uh, and opportunity angle of it. I love that, Mike.
1: So I want to see what what do you say? Because you said there's some other missed potential I, too. I, here's,
0: wh- but you're speaking to me. What did I say earlier? I'm looking at the trailers for the new games and for the first time I'm like, is this for babies? Right. And I'm watching Detective Pikachu and I'm like, oh, I think this is for babies. If it did have something at the end where it's like, no, this is serious. Follow your dreams. The next one is going to be about you living this new life. I'd be like, oh,
1: fuck. Pokemon is for fathers, sons, mothers, daughters, yes. grandparents, right? Everyone. It's for everyone. And if you thought you were too old for it, guess what? You're wrong. And you that is still get it. And that is the biggest missed opportunities. They didn't foster that. Like, yeah, I'm going to be the very best, even if I'm grown up. You know, I'll uh, never forget. And I, Like I, no one ever was, Mike? Yeah, right, at any age. And I think... That was what I missed. That's why I wonder, who is this for then? Because if it's not for the nostalgic who fans for? who yeah. stop playing the games, then is it for kids who just are getting introduced to Because for many kids, this will be their first Pokemon movie ever because they're not in theaters
0: anymore. Oh, 100%. 100% it will.
1: So, uh,
0: and I guess I'm glad that it will be... Even if I don't like the movie, I guess I am glad that this will be their first exposure because they get to live the dream
1: that I had as a child, which is that, like... Pikachu exists. And you get to see the world of human and Pokemon coexisting side by side. Oh, for like, sure. That's awesome. You get to see the world there. I just wish they would have opened it up a little bit at the end. Like, well, here's the Pokemon League scene that we didn't even touch on. Like, now you can do everything. Oh, my with God. Yeah, the, the elite gyms.
0: fours in the background.
1: Yeah, like, they're the judges, right? There's just four people. You don't even say who they are. You just have four people with swagged out anime hair and coats sitting watching his oh, semifinal battle. Oh, my God, yes. You set up so much, um, just with one scene.
0: Here's my take, Mike. This is what I call a face-first movie. This Mm. is a movie that does it literally and both figuratively. It's basic. It is what you would call a basic-ass bitch, dude. Okay. Uh, When you're introduced to characters, it does the very typical face-first motif of, like, Shoot a character's face in close up. Shoot them in wide. Okay, third shot is them coming in being like, actually, were you talking to me? Whoa, oh, this character's engaging in the group now. And it's like, oh, this is so fucking dumb. Yeah. Um because they have all that CG to account for just well, it. Well, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, exactly. So you're navigating through so much green space that you truly do. Like, your eye lines are insane. I like it just, and even when I say face first, Uh, the reason I wanted to point out that first shot of Mewtwo, it's like, this is what we've got. We're starting with Mewtwo. Like, we really don't know what we have. I read an interview with the director where he said he's got a cut of the film coming out where it doesn't open with that scene. Because they, I mean, it feels like it was taped all over, you know, just scotch taped every scene. So, I, I don't know.
1: There is, you know, because it opens and it feels like, all right, here's Pokemon, and then it slows down to do the more film noir thing. And even the characters kind of have weird tonal shifts like... Um but there
0: you? weird tonal shifts. There are scenes where, literally, if you recall, there's a scene where characters leave a scene and then say, "Well, okay, I guess we're going our separate ways." And Pikachu says, "No, I live here." And they go, "Oh yeah, I guess we have to go to the next scene together." <laughs> it's yeah, like, "Oh right. yeah," like you could tell all of that could just be fixed in ADR or voiceover, where it's like, "Well, shit, I don't know. We're just copy and pasting everything. Like, let's just move
1: this around." I guess, like, I guess the comedy in that scene is like. Tim was saying, I'm going to go to my apartment, but then Pikachu also lived there. <sighs> I, but it doesn't come across clearly. N- and God help me, I thought for sure some people would come at me and say, obviously, that's
0: a moment played for jokes. There's a lot of moments like that, that truly, I think that's just the charisma of Ryan Reynolds and why you replaced Danny DeVito.
1: <laughs> well, the, you know, I never expected to hear Pikachu saying, get me the hell out of here. Or I'm not that kind of Pokemon, you know. <laughs> um, get me
0: out of this couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but Pikachu. Yeah, but-
1: and also referencing Serenity Now, which apparently yeah. Seinfeld exists in Rhyme City. So strange. Also, man. so does Angels with Filthy Souls, the fake movie that was in Home Alone.
0: I, that probably got the biggest laugh of the movie we were in. And all I could think was, everybody understands this
1: reference? This is so weird. Yeah, yeah like I didn't think, maybe they think it's a real movie. I'm not sure. But yeah, the fact that Seinfeld exists and then Home Alone's Fake movie might actually just be a regular movie in this universe. I'm not sure. Oh, my God. You know, but that's a weird thing here for me. Mike,
0: is there a post-cred? Was there Mew or anything, like, attached to it? Nope. We, no, we post-cred. Not. Okay.
1: But it it went through it.
0: that cool animation style, you know, the the cells and stuff and showing off the Pokemon. I thought it was very cool. Again, my recommendation... While I don't think that I'll ever watch this movie again, maybe just now, just through talking to you, Mike, this might be the ultimate uh, volume off movie and like hang out just to see the gorgeous, beautiful world. I did like the noir elements. Yeah, Yeah, I like how the Pokemon look. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: like a neon modern noir take on it. Yeah, Pokemon look great.
0: But I mean, I'd recommend people watch it. I just wouldn't recommend that this is the future of Pokemon movies. What I want is real Pokemon movies.
1: That's, I think, the best way to put it. I think at the end, it feels like it's not a real Pokemon movie, which I kind of, I, I believe, I stated. You know, when we predicted this, is like, well, that way you're not beholden to anything, and you can't say it's a failure of a Pokemon movie. No, we made a detective yeah. movie with Pokemon. <laughs> so, like, if it didn't do well, like, you still have the whole universe to fall back on, I guess. Yeah, I it's guess basically so. a big tech demo. Yeah, yeah, but with that one scene that could have been a post credit. Then you would have had something. Yeah,
0: like what would you want? Would you want Mario and Link to show up to set Super Smash? Uh, Yeah, no, exactly (laughs) what I told you.
1: One year later. No,
0: exactly. No, I I like your universe more. I live in a world now where Detective Pikachu ends setting up Trainer Pikachu. And I am fucking into that movie, man.
1: Because there was the one moment where he's like, oh, you got to use Volt Tackle, this, that. Like, oh, so this is how a trainer would interact. Yeah. Because I just press a button on a Game Boy. So like to see like, Oh, you know what? But you know, he's got to have
0: it memorized off the top of his head. He's like, "These are the three moves I would recommend what I'm thinking is." It's like, "Oh shit, he's playing the odds."
1: Yeah, and I think that's cool to seeing that fleshed out in the future. Like I would love to see Nurse Joy You know, and Uh, stuff like that too. uh,
0: You're telling me Officer Jenny couldn't pull up at the end, pull off her glasses, and say, "I'm here for the Smash Bros. Initiative," or just (laughs) you're under
1: arrest and take away the main bad guy. Well,
0: did you think R was tied to Team Rocket again? As people, certainly, as people who did not know the Detective Pikachu game, I was like, "Oh shit! They're they're all mispronouncing it. That is Team Rocket gas."
1: Yeah. Oh, and then also. We do have, yeah, that's a big part of this movie, the R mystery. It is like Zootopia. It creates Pokemon to go into a it's, rage.
0: Uh, it, uh, that's all I could think the entire
1: movie, Matt. No, that's totally 100% right. Um, but even when that happens, no one's getting mauled to death by a Charizard. Like They no. never show it, obviously. So it's like, all right, this is for kids. Even the monkeys that are chasing him, they just take off his belt and shit. Like He doesn't the get hurt. The
0: smallest thing you have could rip you to shreds is all I took away from that.
1: Which, it's scary, but at the same time, it's like there's never consequence for the danger because yep. like nobody is ever harmed by a Pokemon in the movie except oh, for yeah. except for when Ditto punches him towards the window.
0: It's those moments where we take Hikes, Mike, up in that Griffith Park and somebody doesn't have
1: their dog on a leash and you're like, oh, hold on. This might get a little dangerous here for uh, a minute. Yeah, I just started watching Game of Thrones. I don't want to be in a Joffrey situation. Oh, there you go. Somebody yeah. bites my arm. And I- yeah, I'm going to behead <laughs> you for that, dude. Yeah, yeah. What we know is that like this is not the po- the definitive Pokemon movie. And besides that, you know, like my thoughts are just there's some story stuff that could have been better. You know, Detective Pikachu always saying like, I push people away and then I hate them for leaving. Like he made that joke. Oh, God. But really, know. his dad was trying to get him to come live in the city and he rejected him. So it's not like Detective Pikachu pushed people away as the father. Like he wanted to engage, but Tim denied him. So it kind of ruins like any emotional payoff for yeah. Ryan Reynolds character as well. Uh, but it's for kids, I guess. And that's kind of where I land on it. I think I'm looking at it as a film nerd and like looking at the way the script is written and, and you just character arcs. Out. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah, there's this missed opportunity on engaging your audience who is probably a nostalgia Pokemon fans as well as just kids.
0: Yeah.
1: That's kind I of, don't know.
0: I mean, my final thoughts wrapping it up, I'm with you. It's like, is this the definitive Pokemon movie? You're saying it is. I would say that out of necessity. I hope it's not the future of Pokemon movies, but also I wouldn't recommend Pokemon 2000 to people because I think that's as obtuse or obscure or as hard to get into. Uh, You might as well be looking at the hieroglyphic of Ancient Mew. You know, it's... it's, (laughs) Figure that out. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know what this is. So, I is ryan reynolds the face the future of pokemon we'll see what the box office does it, it certainly looks like it's going to succeed i'm excited for all the kids that are going to fucking fall in love with pokemon because of this and i'm excited for all the new games that we're going to get that are going to sell i hope they're not detective pikachu switch games no
1: i <laughs> no. hope not yeah I, it's, just, it's not a definitive pokemon movie but my real hot take is after seeing the Sonic trailers and knowing that they're going to fix the design, I wonder, and I will state right here, that the Sonic movie will have a better script than this Whoa. movie. Whoa! I think take, the Sonic dude. movie will be better. It won't a- do a better. As a guy who blew a hot take, I'm excited to see you blow this one. Yeah, I hope I, blow <laughs> I hope I don't blow it. But I think based on like where this one sits and how weird the characters are and everything like that, I think mm-hmm. the Sonic script could actually be tighter and the Robotnik. Uh, Jim Carrey could actually be, like, a better villain. Whoa. As long as they get the design Then right. no villain? I, I guess I would agree with that. Yeah, no villain, except Mankind was the biggest monster speaking out of pocket. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, Bill Nye. What a weird choice. But he loves Pokemon now, apparently. Oh, uh, ditto are terrifying. I think that should ditto, be mentioned.
0: Ditto. Uh, yeah, that's the takeaway. Miss Pink,
1: <laughs> but she's apparently ditto can text message too because she yeah, told him. She's them. handy. She's handy. About yeah. So ditto's are, are hopefully not too handy, depending on what part of the fan base. Um, but I don't know. I think we'll see where it goes. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. See it if you're a Pokemon fan. But personally, yeah. normies, miss. reach
0: out to us. Let us know if you like this movie. What your thoughts were. If it's the definitive Pokemon movie for you. Uh, I guess we should put this Mankey back in a Pokéball because, again, it is speaking so much Bronx Italian to me that uh, I just got to get it out of here, dude. Right.
1: Basta ravioli. But, you know. <laughs> <Calm> <laughs> easy, easy
0: there, pal. Easy, pal. I know you're walking here, but I don't care.
1: All right. Well, um, we got a Pokemon Go. We really appreciate it, guys. <laughs> you know, remember that
0: again. Always check us out at Normies Like Us on all our social medias. Reach out to us. Let us know if you like these reaction video episodes. Um, let us know if you're liking our YouTube series that we're putting out there. Let us let us know what episodes and topics you want us to cover.
1: That's right. There's a lot of stuff coming up the pipeline, and maybe listening to this, you might be a Nintendo fan. We just did a Mario episode last week, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, other than that, this has been um, My- Mankey Mikey. I don't know.
0: Oh, you just said that because we've been talking about Mankey the whole <laughs> That's time. True. I'm going to say Bulba Brooksie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bulba Brooks. I think I could find a better one. Fans, write in and tell me a uh, better name for myself. Thank you all very much. you are hitting it. The Elite. Bye bye.